Welcome everyone to another fun-filled episode of Mostly AV, where our hosts discuss the world in and around commercial audio video. All opinions are strictly that of the person stating them and do not necessarily represent the opinions of the show or any sponsors, or any other human being for that matter. And now, without further ado, let's get started with the show. Welcome everybody to episode six. Finally. Six. Six. We made it. The we big made six. it. So on this particular episode, we got Michelle back live in the studio, and we got Clay here, and our compatriot David cannot be with us today due yes. to family obligations. So that's okay. Up. You're allowed to have family. That's we'll, true. We'll, we'll let happen. that slide. We'll allow. I don't know what I don't know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> We're just a lonely you need AV a group. Clay. <laughs> cool. All right. So. Um, uh, let's see here. Today's we have our subject of the day will be: Are we ready to retire the matrix mentality? You know, is uh, the video switching matrix uh, days gone? Numbered. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. not gone. We it's know it's gone. still here. They're but, numbered. Yeah, but more people are going back, going to the blue pill. Is that how numbers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Something along those lines. Yeah. I accidentally called it the red pill. It's like no, it's the blue pill. I was like. I only watch the movie once. I'm sorry. I'm not a Matrix aficionado like right. others. Actually, I don't remember. I'll I don't, watch it I don't remember which so long ago. Either. I don't know. Well, so in y'all's designs in the last 12 months, mm-hmm. have you done purpose? Have you had purpose built matrixes? Make matrices? What's the plural? Matrices. 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 Matri. No, that's the plural of mattress. Uh. <laughs> Uh, we're on a roll uh, today. Actually, uh, I think I've used one real matrix. Yeah. You know, or like a card frame matrix in, uh, in the last maybe 16 months. Oh, wow. Okay. And what, what was the use case? That the you- use case was, hey, we want a 16 by 16 matrix. That's kind of <laughs> like that simple. It's like there's no particular reason. Yeah. Um, that they, other than... They specifically asked spec- for Yeah, they specifically asked And for you it. were so busy, you didn't bother to say, well, hey, do you have half an hour? Why explain that there's a better way? You were just like, yeah, I've got this. Sure. I can order no, that. No, it, it was actually, it was a kind of, it was a particular situation where I was coming into a project that kind of already... Ship it had already No, well, it already started. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a big campus scenario. Uh-huh. And they, they were already down this path. In a way, did and, you just um, put one, or was there one in every in a certain room? No, model no, my portion was only just one, ah, okay. so I only put in one matrix. You know, pretty much almost filled it up. Was, was it serving f- several spaces, or just like a lot? No, of it, things it was in actually it's, it's a teaching auditorium. Oh, okay, so, okay. you know, but it made sense. That's the very few instances that where it makes sense. Uh, but still, it could be. You know, there's the smarter, more efficient way to do it. Yeah, I haven't done a. Of actual matrix in years really outside of using a small kind of all-in-one mm-hmm. uh that has those capabilities that has the but other, it's not the yeah. other stuff built in right uh for a for a specific you know a specific classroom or conference room kind of thing small system as part of a you know large stuff but we you know in in my world we were very much heading down the uh video over IP. You were. I know. Y'all had lots of gear. I went and picked up some ZV test gear from your previous consulting firm, and I was uh, I was very pleased that y'all were testing it. I was less pleased to see that y'all had probably about eight or ten other manufacturers' products in there. So y'all were very good about testing stuff. I mean, y'all had a whole closet full of gear. Right. We had a... There was a specific need that we were trying to address that, that really doesn't have a full-on answer yet that I that I'm aware of. Which is uh, video over IP going through, you know, going to a display, a flat panel display that can be used as what we would call a conductor cam. Basically, sub 10 millisecond delay mm-hmm. From, mm-hmm. from glass to glass. As okay. Say. Because there is a those, manufacturer that claims a zero delay. Well, but that, and, and that if, doesn't exist. And if, no, no. And it went out with the Mayans. Could, even if you could get that through the through the switch, the problem is the displays themselves introduce a lot of delay. And I know a yeah, lot right. of them and have, or excuse me, as now. the gamers call it, lag. It has lag. <laughs> Thank you for being current um, with your vernacular. But they, uh, the, 
there are some that have a game mode or whatever that's yeah. supposed to eliminate the processing, but or reduce it's, a, it. it's still a mess. To be honest, uh, venues are hoarding their old CRT uh, uh -huh. monitors to and and running, you know, composite. It doesn't have to be super high quality video, but it's the timing. If you're if you're a piece of an orchestra or a piece of a choir that's maybe up in a side balcony or yeah. maybe under the stage or you know in a different room, if you're trying to play along with the conductor, you better see that baton doing what it's really doing. Right. And that's that's the most aside from IMAG in general, that's that's one of the most critical uh you know, where it's really important things and we I haven't seen a full solution yet. Who and, has come the closest or what combination? From from that experience uh, of going through that, the minimal time because we yeah. we have that issue at our stadium here in Houston at NRG because the manufacturer basically donated all consumer model, oh, so right. they can't be controlled. They have no visibility into the displays, and there's I mean y'all have all been to a Texans oh, yeah. game. I mean there's a twelve to twenty seconds. Last time I was at a Texans game, I was actually <laughs> it, it, they were still analog. <laughs> right, it's not. In the stadium, they are no longer analog. Right. They're consumer right, flat panels. In the hall, they are still Yeah, I don't, I don't go into that building unless I'm getting paid to. I won't pay <laughs> to go into that building. Hey, they're a good customer. Well, I'm, mm -hmm. now I'm trying to remember who had the, the least latency. Because I know ZV did well. And I can't go. I'm so bad with brand, brand model. No. SVSI, the, if you went with their less expensive uh you know series the 2000 or the yeah because they they use different yeah, types they, they of compression yes right. they do that, yeah, that yeah. lower is lower latency but it takes up so much bandwidth right that it's almost That's the 1000 like, yeah, yeah it's basic if you're not using it like point to point it's right. like you have to really have some beefy uh Network, network yeah, because you got to go to layer three and because it and it's, that's part of the it's demands. like 800 meg per stream i think mm -hmm. i mean it's really fat so well and that you bring up a good point though and i think it's something that we do tend to you know as early adopters i'll call it mm -hmm. um of analog sunset technology um <laughs> manufacturers like to say well look point to point right you know and this look how great it is but i mean if we're really talking about video over ip it's traversing buildings and campuses that, you're right? right i mean it's going right. not one right. switch they're like look here's a demo here's a switch and it's like well could you throw down like another 15 of those because potentially it's right. <laughs> you know yeah it, for the most part again it, it the there are some places it doesn't matter at all if you're right. not if you're not in the building you don't. It, it could be coming to you five minutes late, and unless you're betting money on a race or something, it doesn't really matter. Um, but <laughs> or betting uh, on eBay, there, you know, it's like that lag. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is funny that the I'm going to start calling the multi it lag. the multi gamer world is driving this. You know, a lot of that technology. Yeah, that is uh, true. That is true. It's the the we always. We like to think that the professional uses of things are where, like, oh, yes, we finally have got HD or whatever. Right. It's the porn industry that drove DVDs and then later yeah. HD and Blu-ray. It was, you know, it's the gaming industry right. that's driving these faster, uh, you know, lag time. Uh, right. Chipsets as yeah. well. Right? right. They need they need yeah. a lot of robust chipsets. Yeah. yeah so so. We're, we're the... We're, we're the beneficiaries of a lot of perverts right, yeah. and weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> and so, kids in their mother's basement. Yeah, yeah. Couch dwellers. Well, you know, when Houston got an e-sports team, Go Outlaws, uh, I was impressed. I was like, wow, it's a thing. You oh, know? Is it? And we have an e-sports team, absolutely. Wow. We have a rugby team, too, just as an aside. Because it's a mostly AV. Why podcast. can't we get a cricket team? We are getting cricket. Are they we? are building yes, world class cricket fields. If you drive up to a near Prairie View A and M. Oh really? Oh, yeah, that's interesting. That's right. I, I did. That. I had to go up to uh, Brenham for Ag Education Day for ah. the Tours Committee, and I passed by, and I was like, "Oh, I had read an article about that," but it was you know out of sight, out of mind. And it's so, a yeah. circle track, and it's not a track. They yeah, have, they've yeah. they've cleared the land, so right, the land right. is. I mean, it was. I think it was a cow pasture. Yeah, it was there wasn't weird, tons yeah. of clearing to be done, but yeah, it's leveled. Yeah, being such an anti-sports guy, that's the only sport that's yeah. ever kind of like yeah grabbed me for a little bit. Yeah, it's like relatable. Yeah, it is. Prairie View is known as a hotbed of cricket activity. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how they got it their name. It really doesn't make any sense. 
Actually, it kind of does. Actually, if you think about it, the the students coming in from you know from other countries that used to be previous uh, British colonies. Well, that's, that's the cricket fan. So you yeah, have yeah, a lot, yeah. lot of Indians, South Africans. I'm I'm yeah. sure the Prairie View Regional Even Airport like, will uh, see an increase in their international business. Once yeah, it there you go. I mean, it's yeah, it is. It, it's globally, cricket has a bigger following than NFL. Yeah, I watched a documentary about it. It was yeah, interesting. I mean, granted, the uh, test matches. Oh my god, they take like three or four days. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, the, yeah, the 2020 the version of that. yeah, the, no. they they created a, what they call a 2020 version, which That's actually what the takes about, was yeah, about. It takes about three hours to play. So, which is it's typical of a baseball game or a football game. And it's pretty exciting because it's kind of like okay, no fooling around, get the points, do it. You know, I just would love to be involved in technology and any of that. You know, I mean, yeah. I think it's hard because in the LED world, the stadiums and stuff is usually more of a direct-to-market type deal, you right. know, with your Daktronics and Mitsubishis and all those right. Sonys or whoever, you know, going in on that. But uh, You know Marshall will have a bat cam in no time. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> is that what they call it? Cricket bat? Uh, yeah. The, the, the thing? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Bat, right? They have a wicket cam. They ah, do well, actually, they, they literally uh, have a wicket yeah. cam. Yeah. Back when I was at Stanford and we did the Stanford 2020 tournament, there was actually, a, uh, the, the people that came in to do the video production they were top notch. I mean, they had they had all the telemetry on the balls and everything, so they can replay nice. it and show the path of the ball and whatnot. They also had uh, the cricket is the the three stumps with the two bombings on top. Mm-hmm. The middle the middle stick had a camera in it, oh, cool. so I could see the ball coming at it. It's pretty cool, pretty interesting. It was neat. And that was twelve years that ago. That was a while back. Yeah. Imagine how long that extension know. cord was. <laughs> Just saying. I know. I can tell you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You had to fly it in from the mainland. I, I had <laughs> to hire the guy to run the fiber optic to get to it. How but, much uh, lag from that camera to the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be fun, though, to do an eSports arena. Yeah, that I would mean, be. They're, they're, doing, they're building a, a, a place here, but I think it's going to duel as a co-working type concept as well. They can use it as the silent disco on the off nights where everybody just uh-huh. wears headphones and listens to the music yeah. and dances instead of That's having a, a good PA. Idea. Yeah, have an Oculus yeah. right there, you know. Yeah, so give it a whirl. So, I think when it comes to uh, specifying a fixed video matrix switcher, I think probably the the use case would only be if it's a security concern, right? Like maybe if your Department well, of Defense, or, right? And well, we're some- finding out that once you get, and this is a rough roundabouts, once you get beyond like a six, eight by four, mm-hmm. once you go beyond that, you're actually... Cost per port makes it doable. Correct. Yeah, once you get beyond that point, it actually gets better financially to switch over to video over IP. Mm-hmm. And you're not locking yourself in on a frame size. Right. So, because that, that happens, and I'm, we've all experienced it in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Sure. Where like, oh, yeah, great. We got your great 16 by 16 matrix. Like, yeah, awesome. But I got 18 inputs. Right. Or, or at some point, we want to add a second camera to the lecture hall. And you're like, well, that's going to be a lot more heavy lifting than what you thought because you've run right. out of space. Exactly. It's like you just, you just bought a $10,000 matrix because of those two, you know, one additional or two additional inputs. Either Or you do without. Or you come up with some other silly creative some way to... sub-switcher before one right. of the inputs. Exactly. Or well, do you think that we're still, as an industry, specifying fixed-based matrices because there's a peace of mind component? The devil you know? Mm-hmm. They're I'm, also more complex. I'd be curious to know how many are still being sold. Well, I would say that our industry, we're, we don't care if things are complex. I mean, our right. industry knows how to figure out complex things. I think sometimes right. they even prefer it. We've seen things over-engineered. I mean, there's right. a million ways to skin a cat, right? Uh, right. To be on which engineer. But uh, I, I don't know. I would be curious. Well, I'm going to ISC. So these well, are, yeah, the awesome. Road to ISC show. We've now rebranded the show right now, ad hoc. Uh, but I'm going to ask people. I'm going to ask for some yeah, figures. what their numbers are. Right. Got some America's numbers because I'm curious, how, yeah, how much are y'all selling? Because I think, I don't know. We're selling a, a lot. lot. I, know, I know right now with my company, we're selling a lot because we have a legacy customer who has their, their own AV team. Okay. And generally a big, a big campus-style uh, client that has their own AV team. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say this, apologize, but they screw up left and right. They don't look at things logically mm-hmm. because uh, for whatever reason. But they so try when, to get standardized, and then they all know. Even if they're doing it wrong, they know how to do it wrong to make it work. 
Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And they're like, so we only want to buy that. Right. It's, Our guys well, that's the only time that, that yeah, two it, wrongs I, make I think, a right. I think yeah. my theory behind that is that you, you have people that mean well. Sure. Have gotten themselves in a certain position where really should have been somebody with considerably more real world experience. Mm-hmm. But they got in this position. So now you have somebody that in the integrator world would probably be considered a junior mm-hmm. or a startup engineer style person all of a sudden specifying gear even mm-hmm. even over, overriding a, a seasoned engineer's opinion saying hey you could do this a whole lot better more flexible and not be constricted to the size of frame and whatnot and they're like no that's what i want so yeah. is, is that your way of reason. saying that cnet is is not a good uh Source to help us determine what gear we want. No, we should not use their guidance. We should actually ask a pro AV professional. Does CNET weigh in in the pro AV world at all? <laughs> no, but I'm no. sure they try. They're adjacent. Well, I mean, honestly, I don't want to judge these people because right. I don't know them personally or their yeah. life experience or whatever. But again, the end result comes by the time it meets, it, it comes across my desk. Yeah. It's like, dude, I can save you $10,000 and. Get you out of being locked into a yeah. certain right. more flexibility. Give you a scalable Scale, mm-hmm. yeah. Make it and more scalable. flexibility, and they're like simply just saying no. Well, yeah. I think as humans, it's easier to think of the problem in front of us instead of the potential problem in the future, right? right. So, well, that's just it. You know, it's like, no, nah, man, I really want that carburetor. I don't think this fuel injection stuff's going to stick around. Really? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Well, no, it's because true. It, well. Their reason might be because I know how to work on a carburetor. That's right. Right. You know, the fuel injector doesn't have a computer. It's like, yeah, but do you know the benefits that come along with, you know, this well, newer, and nicer, also, better technology? Our industry is, and, you know, we we are kind of insular and, and we, we kind of know each other throughout even the world as like the AV professionals. <laughs> but it's such a niche market that most people, you know, every day you try to explain to somebody what you do and they're like, so, like, you put stereos in people's houses, um, and so, and that's when I correct them and say, "No, the, they're automobiles." When the <laughs> when, but, so when the when the boss, the the purchasing agent, or the general manager, or wh- whoever it is that makes that final decision, are we going to mm-hmm. use the recommendation of my in-house guy or this person that came in from the outside? They don't. They know so little about it. They're like, I. I'm sticking with my guy because yeah. whether they say that or not, right, they're right. like, I'm going to stick with my guy because he said it'll work and it's working now as far as I know. Right, we already have a system like that yeah. in the next building, so we know it works, so we're going to stick with that. And I think that's, that's the remnants of what's happening now. That's the people that are still specking. I want that 16 by 16. Yeah. And I then, don't know why, but I want that 16 by because I know it works. It works mm-hmm. in, in our other room just like this. You I know. learned how to say sixteen by sixteen matrix. So right, I'm exactly. With it. And you know, not, well, it's like then, then you you break it down. It's like okay, you have a sixteen by sixteen matrix that you're paying however many thousands and thousands of dollars just for the frame before you can even do anything. Yeah, before yeah. you put a card before in you it. can even turn it on. <laughs> you know, and then you got to buy a card that's you know thousand bucks or whatever per card or more. Uh, and you got to configure this thing. Mm-hmm. And each one of these cards is a specialty input card or a specialty output card. Or a so combination. Just, or a combination. The, my biggest selling point ag- against fixed matrices was the fact that they're all symmetrical. I mean, mm-hmm. you might have a 4x8 or an 8x4 kind of thing when they're right. small. But Pre-ma- the, yeah, when they get bigger, configured and stuff like they're symmet- the frames are symmetrical. And seldom do you have, uh, in, unless you're routing 256 computer sources to 256 desktop uh, places, yeah. you know, like we used to do in oil and gas. Yes. Where they had they all They love to do that. That then there was some parity between inputs and outputs, but for the most part you either got a ton of inputs and a handful of outputs mm-hmm. or a handful of inputs and a ton of outputs. It almost never balances out. So you're sitting there wasting a, you know, a processing huge, and yeah, you've yeah. paid for all of this extra stuff you don't need. Right. When you get a network switch, you can throw one input and as many outputs as you want, vice versa. And if you need to add some later, you just go get one. Right. <laughs> yeah. What I like about it, you know, the, the kind of like the hidden feature of it is that any unit that you have, whether it's an input or output, can be become its neighbor's redundant backup mm-hmm. in an emergency. 
So, yeah. for instance, say you have, you know, six inputs and, you know, oh, one of the inputs went bad to your table inputs. Well, guess what? The one that inputs your uh, your room PC could take over take over it yeah. for, you know, until you get the replacement part. Or if you have replacement parts, you're, you're stocking inputs and outputs. And depending on the company, they're the same box. Right. Mm-hmm. Some, some are, they're just configured differently. Or. Right. You know. Well, and I think also you see some of the legacy uh, matrix manufacturers who are diving into the video over IP world with with uh, encoders and decoders or combos. So clearly, they see a need. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're, I, they're I reacting think... to it, whether through acquisition or doing their own. Sure, <laughs> the the bell has tolled. Yeah. I mean, they right. they know it's there. I think it's hard for it's hard for me. So I would assume it's hard for dealers to kind of cut through the white noise. And so you have your pioneers in the category, right? You know, the, those that jumped in really early. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have somebody else that's a member of the same alliance, let's call mm-hmm. it, which is not a standard. I'm constantly right. having to reiterate that it's not a standard. It's just an alliance. There's a vive la difference, as they mm-hmm. say in France. That means there's difference. But there's some people who said, okay, we'll try to make it all work with your stuff, too. <laughs> No owner-furnished <laughs> equipment. But they don't even realize because they say, oh, well, they're both part of this alliance, but one might be on the third or fourth generation chipset. Right. The other, with their new offering, rightfully, just started at the first generation, right? And so there are several chipsets behind. And at the end of the day, a lot of cool stuff that our boxes do have to do with the chipsets. That's kind of where yeah. the rubber meets the road and, exactly. and drives a lot of uh, product management decisions and, and future decisions. Well, an implementation of the chipset. Some people get, they're like, yes. oh, we'll get the latest chipset. We'll make it do this for now. Then as we figure it all out, mm-hmm. we'll we'll get the rest of that stuff ramped right. up for our next iteration. And, and become comfortable with it, yeah. The, with, yeah, the platform and, and right. what it can do. So mm-hmm. there's, um, I don't know, I... <sighs> I have a hard time thinking of 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 scenarios where I would be like, oh, you know what? Let's go ahead and get that thirty-two yeah, by thirty-two or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like actually, as you brought up earlier, the only time I've used a matrix per se is when it's a like a DMPS where it's including the, the controller. Right, the it's, yeah. It's, it's doing some audio routing. It's, yeah. You know, you might even f- have built-in little amplifier or something. Right. You got a handful of right, outs or, and ends, and you're like, mm-hmm. eh, you know what? This actually works for that. Right. And you know, to uh, to Crestron's credit, they did the 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 like the the four K one fifty the you mm-hmm. know the smaller ones. So they they kind of scaled those around to, to find a good Swiss Army knife for some of your smaller. They did. I, I get frustrated with them as well, though, because a lot of the times, you know, if you have a you know one fifty, it's like. Dude, just give me one more DM out and yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you got the right amount of inputs, but I need yeah. two DM outs. Sorry, like, you gotta nope, go to the three hundred. Sorry, you gotta you know, you gotta double the cost. Right. You know, so you, yes. you jump from the three thousand dollar box to a seven thousand dollar box to just to get the the second well, and you're additional. Like, I'm not asking for a lightning port, you know. How much right. how right, much exactly. does that really cost? I, I get it if it's H D base T, right? Those right. ports are usually pretty expensive, right. you know, because of licensing and mm-hmm. things like that. But also those uh when you do the all-in-one, you now have your audio processing and routing within that box, and that usually gets overlooked. Yes. There's not yes. a full-featured... Right. Uh, just, the, 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 the equalization available and stuff is very minimal. Uh, we And I, I, I don't want to... I don't know. They may have improved some of that uh, in no, recent... No, they haven't. They haven't? Okay. So we, we <laughs> ran into that. We just ran into a situation on a, a fairly large install... Yeah, if you go uh, a if few you go years back, all- that we just couldn't. Uh, you didn't have enough gain. Uh, there mm-hmm. was like to gain stage and get things balanced out. It was it was kind of a nightmare, and there wasn't enough right there in the DS. I mean, it's like just oh, it's, got, it's got audio DSP. Well, yeah, but you might as well have had treble and bass knobs. Right. That, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, there. Yeah, generally there wasn't for, much going for on the, there. those. I generally consider them just audio routers, correct, and nothing else. If you got if you got speakers in the in the room, there's a DSP processor. Simple as that. Unless yeah, you're using the the new you know you know BYD things like the BIAMP DVO that we talked about on another episode. Yes, yes, we did. Correct, correct. That, which got high marks. Well, there is a cool product. I have a demo unit. If either of you would like to demo it, oh yeah, it is that my. Marshall Electronics multi-channel digital audio monitor with built-in live video preview confidence screen. 
Ooh. Oh, the yeah, the monitor. Yeah, finally came. Oh, that's pretty sexy. Pretty slick. Yeah, it took yeah. them a lot longer to get to market because they took the beta unit over right. a year ago. They took it around, um, I believe, the Los Angeles area and right. sampled all of their time. top audio engineers as to their feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all had a different opinion about what it needed and didn't need. So there, there was zero consensus well, among right. audio well, engineers. And there never will be. There's a reason. Like... What what would you say? When would you say? You know what we need here is one of those. I need to be able to go to the rack and just listen to every audio feed that's coming in. If you're not in a broadcast facility or right. or, a, or a more or less broadcast facility, whether you're broadcasting to people at large or within an arena yeah. or stadium, mm-hmm. you know when do you when do you really need that thing? I wish David Williams was here today because I had showed it to him and he was like, "Oh, I'm putting that in a project." He needed it, so I, right, no. it, it may be some type of uh, no, actually like a multi-room conference center where like mm-hmm. you got to go back troubleshoot something. You got to go back and make sure you're getting audio. Right, at that. Like, why is room C getting the audio from room A? You know, <laughs> you're tracking down. I mean, although you could log in if you got a proper DSP login and be able to. If you have a good audio DSP. But if you got the audio DSPs that have meters. It's the equivalent of a touch panel blinking right. lights, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It has Absolutely. the bars. It, it, I think it, you know. No, I'm not, I'm not discounting that it's a great tool. It's just one of those things that you sometimes have to remind yourself it exists. Where, where that might be yeah. a good idea. Right. I know a long time ago, uh, we used to use the, was it Toa that had like the 12 channel one? Mm-hmm. Uh, years and years ago. Mm. I want to say so. it was Toa. Or TOA, or however you're supposed to pronounce that. And then um, now we in the when we were doing the my previous job, when we were doing a lot of performing arts centers, we would just since we had pretty much everything going to a patch bay, we just had a, a single one, right? And you just you just patch it patch, in and you listen. You just yeah. patch to listen. Oh, that's nice. That, uh, that's like a. Like, kind of the old old te- like the old telephone operators used to do. They yeah. had their little patch bag. <laughs> Where are you calling, Irma? All right, hold Cl- on. Let me patch Klondike you in. Five, 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 <laughs> right, exactly. Back when hey. phone numbers were three digits. <laughs> hey, man. I, I've done so many oh. patch base. It's Patch base come in mighty handy. Oh, yeah. As long as you, as long as you have... The proper length cables to get from patch point to patch point. No. Otherwise, you uh, have patch pain. I have a, <laughs> I have, I have a whole side story about that. Yeah. Um, or you buy yourself a cable I could, stretcher. It could way. be, it could be the tales from the AV dark side. All right. <laughs> As we move, if we move into that, that that is cool though. Uh, that I is like, a cool device. I like that. Uh, I just, yeah, I know. I need I somebody to, say, to, to test. Marshall, it. Marshall continues to put out. I mean, for a while. Mm-hmm. For years, it was like, oh, well, if you can afford the Marshall yeah. rack, uh, monitors, rack monitors, but they've—I th- I think their diversity and what they're doing—that's a lot of it. You don't need—I I remember when they came by, I was like, did you know we also do this, this, and this? I was like, nope. I know. Yeah, they—they've definitely—they—they no. they pivoted. I mean, there's only so much business. Yeah, a lot more audio the, stuff than I ever knew. Well, that their roots are in the MVX line. Right. So, and most people don't know that, and so audio right. people know MVX and Pro AV people right. are like M who what what the you know. yeah that or was is it was it MVX the the micro the microphone yeah. guys MXL MXL, MXL. MXL. sorry yeah. MVX yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking that's all right I take that back it's just a bunch of letters it's just you need more wine so yeah that's so the I didn't I didn't Actually, even realize Bloody Mary. I didn't realize they were the same people yeah yeah and. So wow. it explains a lot more now. One day somebody came by and said, did you know? And I was like, I sure as hell did not. Yeah, with the MXL also they have a, a they partnered with Zoom because mm-hmm. apparently Zoom went out as yeah. a soft codec company and they tested everybody under the sun's microphones and they loved like, the Marshall the best, but they have a uh, certain algorithm. Cool did they have the proper amount of mouth noise? Well, Something. here's the thing. I don't know. Uh, Easiest on the telling ears. you about the, the yeah. MXL mics. Yeah. I just specced in some yesterday. They came out with, well, they're USB mics. So they have like, you know, like yeah. your typical sure. desktop, but the, you go to USB hub, boom, boom, you know, to go to, to a Zoom room computer and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah, they also came out with a new 360. Room. So it's like the four element. Uh-huh. You know, you know. And the Zoom had all kind of requirements about the ability to daisy chain and all this other right. stuff that would make an architect cry because they don't want to see, you know, phones, <laughs> conversations, right, <yeah>. daisy <laughs> chained across the board. Although, in this one proposal that I finished yesterday that included those, the client actually said, we want a polycom style panel to control the room. 
polycom style. Look at uh, them. Well, he was, credit, they, they were like talking about cleaners. the trio. You know, right. It's like, yeah. it like, oh, okay, well, well, we'll throw you one better. So, Which, uh, look, that was a nice product. I, mm-hmm. I give them credit for that. I, at least they make things aesthetically attractive. Right. I'll tell you what, th- th- that trio. <laughs> I'll give them that. Yes. They're cute looking. Yes, they're yeah. adorable. Yeah. <laughs> like a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, right now, their trio is... is Clicking most of the boxes yeah. for a, you know, a, a bring your own device room and mm-hmm. B, a soft codec room. Mm-hmm. Nice. Self-contained. You don't need a PC. It is, you know, it is. A, right. And it's I think now. It's like they're admitting that getting away from hard codecs is a good idea. Well, Cisco <laughs> well, it's an inevitable idea. 180, right? I you know. know. You know. Ten, you know, fifteen years ago, you know, go, oh man, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna be able to do a face-to-face video conference call on my cell phone. Right. Yeah, you can do that. People do it daily. Right. Yeah, I remember what kind of heavy lifting that took. I yeah. mean, we're talking. Uh, I got into that world sideways. Uh, oh, they got they they got units that you not in the room, so you can have a FaceTime call with your pet while you're at work. Mm-hmm. I know it's in the little pet feeder. <laughs> How many Is that do you what have you're talking about? That's so cute. You don't I know. Have one yet? No. Remember the AT and T video phone thing they had back yeah. in like ninety. Three or four. I knew somebody, yes, back then who had one. Boy, that was family uh, back in Cuba. I thought mm -hmm. that was pretty cool, actually. At the time, it was like, wow, you can actually see them. I know. Uh, But man, was that. Let's talk about lag. Uh, Talk about lag and visual acuity and. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, you will have to install an ISDN line to your desk. (laughs) You will need to get a T1. We we didn't mention that (laughs) just to get it there. 60 seconds per frame. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, but we were excited and impressed. Yeah, right, it's so. definitely come a long way. So it's come a long ways, yeah. And that, that's one of the things that's been kind of like the biggest search for me right now in the technology of like what's new and how do I dress. Because as the more and more times goes on, the more I'm getting these requests. It's like, like hey, know, can we just video conference yeah. you real quick? You're like, yeah, well, uh, no, they're got people, you know, my customers are coming like, yeah, we're, we, we want to go Zoom rooms. Yeah. And that's the new Xerox yeah. mm-hmm. for, you mm-hmm. know, soft codec room. And, you know, once you go to that platform where you're pretty much flexible to go to with whatever blue jeans, yep. you know, Fidaxio, whatever. And, you know, no, nobody, you know, we were talking about this on another episode, but yeah. it's like, wow. That's where all these mics get started. You know, I had to start, you know, really getting hardcore and researching all this stuff that you can use in a soft codec room. Yeah. You know, like USB microphones and whatnot. So you want USB connectivity? Would that be your big request? It helps. That would help. Yeah. Yeah. That would help. That would help. Um, And do you think with 3.0 that we'll get there? I mean, yeah. 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 That's uh, 3.0 gives you the bandwidth and gives you. Higher power within mm-hmm. it to be able to drive more devices and whatnot. So. Yeah, Pro AV seems to be comfortable with the three yeah. standard. Yeah, the, the only thing that really, really, really sucks about USB is their connector, which is the same <laughs> situation we had with with HDMI. It's like, oh, it's not working here. Just wiggle the connector; it'll start working again. <laughs> then you hear the computer going, "Ping, ping!" You know, whatever new device. They never ask for our input, right, on the form factor for that they stuff. Never do. They never I know. Do. It's always like, let's rehash it. Has anyone ever done? Is there a documentary on like somebody who designed any audio, video, or power connector? Like, oh, I was the guy that invented the, uh, you know, the you grounded Edison the, or the BNC or the, or the B, yeah, or the, or the BNC or whoever developed. Like, I am. I, well, the guy who invented the banana plug is probably, if he's not dead, he probably <laughs> killed himself. <laughs> or herself. I don't mean to be Sexist. gender specific. Exactly. They killed themselves. There you go. But, uh, yeah. Well, the banana plug was. Well, you know what? By, maybe, uh, maybe that's by design. They don't want to be known. Mm-hmm. You know, most, most inventions that uh-huh. are adopted you know, worldwide, most inventors would go, like, oh, yeah, I did that. That's me. But, you know, since the HDMI and the USB are so hated, yeah, you know, I'm sure they're like, oh, I think it was that guy. It yeah. wasn't me. It's like, sure, I got this fat check coming in, but that wasn't me, man. I'm going to have to research that now. I'd be curious. But I don't think there's a documentary. I'd just be curious but, uh, who some of the people we, we were. Actually, I'm sure it was. Look at them. A team. They were probably designed by committee. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part yeah. of the problem. There was probably was like, well... It would have had this, but everybody else overrode me. That's why it just falls out of the socket. 
Well, that was the problem with the fiber connectors, why there was never one standard, because none of the manufacturers could agree. They all wanted mm-hmm. their form factors. So right. XYZ you know, wanted MTRJ, and the other people wanted uh, Sam Toms and Sam Charlies, and right. the, you know, Lucent Avaya wanted LC. So you just yeah. you couldn't get any standardization. And going back to the home market, what are we using now? What's every TV have? Toslink. Toslink. Standard was created back in, which actually was SPDF. Optical, yeah. yep, developed by Sony Philips back in late seventies, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been so. It's it's like the one. It's kind of like we're going back to VHS now, in a way, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, but it's still it's because it's valid. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's hey. a valid connection. Technology. Also, yeah. I'm curious if y'all caught the memo um, at Lona. I'm, I'm out of the memo world right you're, now. You're not. You're not memo. It's <laughs> just called the internet. Um, I didn't know you were taking a timeout. Um, <laughs> but uh, Panduit acquired at Lona. What? Oh, did they? Yeah, and really? I thought, well, that's so. I was curious, what do you, what are y'all thoughts on that? I mean, because I came from that world, right, the cabling world, and it's like, oh, oh. wait, didn't Pandu get it acquired by Legrand or something? No, <laughs> yeah. like, now no, they're all like, Legrand didn't buy them yet. <laughs> they yet. are actually competitors. They're competitors. Yes, they in the I structured think, cabling world. I think everybody's trying to roll up as much AV as possible, can. right? Um, and so they can sell it to Samsung. The what? <laughs> well, and it's a. It almost sometimes it worries me a little bit because I wonder if if Panduit or Legrand, and they don't seem to be really doing this yet that I'm aware of. But if they can offer, if they're like, hey, not only do we have the cable, we have the crap you hang on either end of the cable for whatever your yeah uses are. How long before they start trying to sell direct to end users and all that stuff and kind of cut we AV professionals out of the middle? Or are they going to stay with dealer networks and things? I think it actually, as they grow bigger, it makes more sense. And from the way I see it, to stay with it, to have a dealer network, because at that point, the management of of the offer mm-hmm. to the end user is managed by somebody else and not them. So that way, you know, I, I see this a lot going to you know going back to the Zoom room thing because every soft codex software people. All their websites suck donkey ass. <laughs> yeah, because they don't tell you anything. Right. They literally like even the the big Cisco and Polycom. Their websites tell you absolutely nothing. I know. Yeah, they don't tell you anything about their product. Everything's you know it's, just, it's no, not like a ten thousand foot view. For small it's a fifty thousand foot view yeah. of their stuff. And they're they're telling you about concepts of like you know it's like I learned more about how to do yoga than about what Zoom actually does. Right. Or right. how to hook up a Zoom anything. What you know like what's what's your what's your workflow? You don't learn anything if you go to their website. You you, you know you're well, going to need access to our uh, dealer portal. And yes, you can have but no, behind is, the wall, their dealer portal doesn't oh, tell is. you <laughs> anything. <laughs> There And it's funny because uh, somebody had brought up at the AV Executive Conference, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, that Avixa host about, uh, you know, like 80% of all uh, buying decisions, the people have gone to your website before you get that call. Mm-hmm. And they've right. made, formed an opinion, and, and the, uh, the speaker said to the group of uh, AV integration executives, so why doesn't your website look better? Why doesn't it have, you know, like, if this is influencing a buying decision... Pay attention, right? right. right. Yeah, yeah, we that's I, some of that. I think falls under the cobbler's children have no shoes. Sure, thing. I would agree. Um, but but what about like a big national or global? It's like I oh, think it's under marketing, and it maybe needs to have a com- a committee. They, well, they, <laughs> right. yeah, they they've got to get input from the engineering uh, world to to say what because yeah, marketing is going to be like how do we make this how. How do we light this black one rack space box to make it? Can we have all the lights on at one time so it looks right, cool right, in right. the photo or whatever? But and and then say this does amazing things for you. And instead of going, okay, now click here to find out actually some more about it, and not just the specs. Right. You know, it's like right. Well, I hate yeah, that. I need a I need a basic. You know, scenario, right. how this will, you know, how does I'm this actual you. work? Right, yeah, because, I mean, the specs tell you, like, this box is 19 inches wide. Yeah. <laughs> 12 inches deep. And, wow, that's you know. shocking. I've and never seen that number. it's got this much THD on the audio inputs, but they don't tell you which what the audio inputs are. You need that, too. Gosh. Right. It's like, show me a picture of the back end of, I need to know what I can connect to this. Yeah. And how. And, you know, 
because you know they're connect they don't list out all their connections or at least not in one place and it's just frustrating for a technical person that's like i'm trying to figure out how to inter- integrate this your, your little black box that you think does everything but only does 50 percent of things uh-huh. into something else I need, to, I need to come up with the other 50 percent, but i need to know how to do it and for that i need to look at what your back of your box looks like that's where a good uh consultant liaison or sales rep can come in mighty handy and go okay I've had my hands on this stupid thing, and I actually right. know what it does now. Right. Yeah. Let me come by and, and what show it doesn't it to do. you. And what or, it doesn't or what do. we thought it was going to do when we had the marketing person write it up, right. but mm-hmm. it ended up not doing because we had to make a change in product development <laughs> based right. on whatever X, right. Y, Z. We found out that chip doesn't do that whole thing. So. Yeah, they <laughs> lied. Those chip manufacturers were liars, and we moved on. Yeah, I think uh, interesting time, though. I will say Legrand... You know, Pandu, it's always been channel focused. Mm-hmm. According to the press release, they're going to leave Atlona alone. Right. Like which is thing. a little bit like the Legrand kind of way, you mm-hmm. know, because Legrand mm-hmm. owns stuff like Pass and Seymour. I mean, they own stuff in oh, electrical. They, they, they but own then stuff they acquired Middle Atlantic. They did acquire Middle Atlantic. And they're not really Atlantic. telling Middle Atlantic what to do. Well, they're they. Help, their power products are yeah. becoming a, yeah, more a thing. lot of. They acquired Milestone. So with Milestone, they got Vadio. They got now Legrand is very much dedicated to the channel, to my knowledge. And as a result, they are actually reintroducing rep firms because one of Milestone's Mm -hmm. issues, if I'm putting it politely, was that they didn't believe in rep firms. So Mm -hmm. every time they acquired someone, they would fire all these wonderful rep firms that helped build Mm -hmm. these manufacturers up to the point that they would want to be acquired by Milestone. Right. And they would fire them all, and so Legrand is going to reintroduce that. Oh, good for them. So, you know, you'll get more support for your Vadio. Chief already had great support, but it's always nice to have another layer because Mm -hmm. sometimes that's persons in meetings and not available. And, you know, when you're putting out a a smoke signal, right, because there's a fire, you, you want it to go was to as many people as possible to right, see who's sure. going to pick up the ball and help you. Right. Well, and there was there there are times when you're trying to get a question answered and you're like, I don't know which who to who ask. they're at the company to no. ask. Right. So you go to your rep and go, can you find this out for me? And they'll be like, yeah. And then like three hours right. later, they're like, okay, I got a hold of so and so. He's no. going to call you, or here's the answer, or you know. Yeah, I had this conversation because I was actually talking to a rep. Uh, luckily, one of the distributors that we deal with has a pretty great rep here in town uh-huh. and i called him i was like dude i need and he he's the guy that handles my zoom room products and i go i need the questions to this i go i don't have the time yeah, I, yeah. it's like I i'm not being dig. lazy it's I just, just can't go dig it's all just, this out it's like i don't have a day and a half to figure this out that you can probably answer in 10 minutes well for the record i know zoom room experts from the company i'm surprised you called someone else beside me because you called me about Stuff I don't rep anymore anyway. And ask <laughs> well, me well, I do once in a while. And how to contact. It's rare. And, I, it's rare. <laughs> and unlike Clay's very permissible three hour window of response, you expect more like a sub 30 minute. So you've got that seconds. white glove contract, I know, uh-huh. rocking platinum plus program. That's how much respect I have for you and your Well, knowledge. I appreciate that. Thank That's you. what it is. But I can't get those questions answered. I don't too. want yeah. somebody wanting an answer from me in. 30 minutes, so I well, don't actually, want to somebody else. Saying, to I, I, I want somebody to pass. That. I'm trying to actually, pay that forward. I'm, I'm trying to get it, the answer from somebody who's getting paid to give me that answer. Ah, uh, yes. How's that? that? That's true. That is true. You know, as much as I appreciate it, I know you don't. Know, and I love talking to you on the phone, but, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to make somebody work for their money. Anyways. Did you? Did you get the, your answer? I did. Oh, but good. But it brought up a great point when dealing with certain product lines. You know, these may, even somebody who's... Um, a rep for a distributor who uh-huh. handles, you know, 30 product lines or, or 500. Or, let's be right. honest. I know, right? Right. And they're like, oh, it's real simple. Just go here. It's like, dude, your website sucks. Because you know yes. that. Because the, you live and breathe this one particular website. And you know how to get to every single, you know, nook and cranny of uh-huh. it. However, I have to deal with 50 of you guys. I know. And yeah. each website is different, made with a different mentality, with a different logic set. Yes. And that's why I'm calling you. Yeah, I was like, and honestly, I'm real busy. I don't have your time. You know, here's the difference between me using your product and somebody else's. It's how quickly I can get to that information. Right. Because I will switch manufacturers. Just because you can navigate their website. If I can't get the answer, it's like, you know, like, crap, I can't get, you know, product A. I can't get, you know, a picture of what the back of the thing looks like. So do you, would you like for me? I'll go. To approach starting in a, a VIXA steering committee for website standardization amongst AV manufacturers. Ooh. At least, ooh. 
That's kind of fascist. That sounds. <laughs> it sounds that way. That sounds but, a little I mean, big brotherish, but it is a little bit. But okay, maybe uh, some agreed guidelines. Actually, Extron, at least. Extron, at least the, I learned. They need on to have Extron's, that conversation on Extron's website. I learned everything I need to know, and I I don't know if they still do. You but know they, what? They that, had a pretty rocking website. They, they, they do. They they still do. It's pretty solid. But it is one of the ones that the only reason we're good at, ma- at navigating that website because we've been doing it for so and long. And they've kept it basically the same. It's the, the, same. The, the, log- the the flow of it and everything yeah. is the same their only issue is that it's always slow uh and actually exron has the one the same problem that a lot of manufacturers have that i wish i could find out whoever made this decision Uh and then Uh just you know impale them on a spike tell me to have a different part number the name okay you, you got a box this box is called you know an A B C D one two three. Yeah, but the part but that's number not is. What, that's not what that box is. Are you trying to order? Is, we don't know what an A B C one two three is. The right that's number a 67 is dash, oh, sixty-seven dash exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you try to look up that part number, and what this, you know, that's one of my pet peeves. But anyway, A M X same way. A M X. You know, it's like oh, you know what? What's an M V X? Blah blah blah. It's like well, what's the F G number? It's like yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are you I, talking I don't about even that know what that is. Yeah, that's yeah, the actual part number. You're like, I've got GG numbers. Gary, well, Gary okay, actually, guess, but that's about it. Barco. Man. Barco's mm-hmm. another big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, hey, you know, I want to see us, you know, CS200. Well, what is it? It's like 98000 something NA, you know. I think a lot of that has to do with the inventory management systems it and does. how they work. But, and they're like, we don't want to just call this thing a 9026487 J. Because so, no one would know what that is, so why don't we call it as, the you know, NV series? Or whatever. Yeah, why don't we call it an NV one hundred or whatever? So I sort of get it, but it is a pain, especially if you have to if you have to reference the actual part number to get somewhere. Yeah, then that is that's a bad deal. If if you can if if you can still punch in the the name the the model name without knowing the actual part number yes. and still get where you need to go, I'd be fine with it. The only time you really need to know that model, that part number is when you're making a PO. And even then you shouldn't have to. Right. What I've noticed is that when you put in the model name, like just let's say you're not even on their website, you just do a Google mm. search, manufacturer, model name. Sometimes it'll take you to like the press release about the right. product. And then you're like, yeah. But there's no click where's, anywhere to actually the get within their right. website, yeah. within same said website to that actual product, so that you can get those. So, yeah. so that's that's when I've been actually spotted the, in in the wild, yeah. making the Michelle noise, going. No, yeah, it's because you just want to kill people. And that press release will not have the FG number or the, no, the actual. Right, so, exactly. So yeah. Nobody wants They're that. Not, well, that's exactly. Internal. That, that's, yeah. that's behind the curtain or whatever. So, who has, uh, if you yeah. had to just think uh, off the top of your heads, uh, who has? Who are some of the manufacturers that have really uh, superior or, or websites that you enjoy working with? For me, Crestron, actually. Okay, Crestron's good. Yeah, yeah. Crestron's good. You put in their search. You can, even, even, you you know, can always it, start typing your type search it and it, model number and you'll you get there. You'll yeah. get there very quickly, uh-huh. and there's a picture involved, so you go, oh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Nice. And you, you also see it, it's Usually variables of it. You know, like, say you're looking up a TSW 760, then you'll see a TSW 760, you know, TTS, or, you know, tabletop kit right. or whatever. Yeah. You know, you'll see it neighboring, or so it's like, oh, that's what I meant. You know, go right to it. It's real okay. simple. Yeah. Layman's term. It's almost, in a way, too simple. Uh-huh. Because sometimes I have to go back to the beginning and, like, say if I'm looking at, at touch panels and all of a sudden I have to go look for a processor or whatever. Yeah, you have to b- kind of back out and get back to the out, con- go, go central back controller home, stuff products and then seriously. Okay. But, but it's, still very, it's still very kind of like Lego block style, very uh-huh. simple layman's way. It's not like, you know, if God forbid you do that on, you know, like Vadio or somebody. Yeah. Then you're like, wait. Crap! Oh crap! These guys don't have a twelve-digit number. They got an eighteen-digit number. <laughs> <laughs> they do I now have need some six numbers. more digits. Or I get frustrated because I do a lot of stuff on my iPad because I'm a professional, and uh, as a result, I, when sites aren't optimized for mobile. Right. Oh gosh! Because yeah. sometimes you don't have, you're not at your computer, right? Or you don't even have a tablet with you or something, and you're, you know, on a job site and you're trying to look something up on your phone and. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't even bother. They're like, oh, can you look it up? It's like, no, nah, I'm not no. at the office. I just wonder. Well, if you they, can look it up on your phone. It's like, no, nah, I'm not at the office. For, <laughs> for these, for pro audio or pro AV manufacturers, I wonder how worth it it is for them to try to consider. Okay, we've got a, this dealer network or whatever. These people have been dealing with our website forever. They know how to use it. Do we really need to make this friendly to the whole world? To the and then you're like, man, I wonder. If I was going to put one of them Crestron things in, uh, uh, is, that worth, is it worth it, it to make that thing? Absolutely. You know? that's I mean, I don't know I mean, how much that costs. Cause I, and, and sometimes they go too far in the other direction. Right. And Polycom was always my whipping child for Pain. everything painful. You go to their website trying to look for a model of a codec, uh-huh. and you, can. you can't find it. It's like... Do you want to do small conferencing, medium conferencing, or large conferencing? Yes, yes, yes. And then everything's a set. Like, well, this comes with, uh, the, you know, two monitors uh-huh. and a cart and a thing and a thing. And it's like, I want to find the 4,000, you know, or whatever. Like, where, uh-huh. where, is the, I'm, where is that one device? And you pretty much had to get to a dealer portal or some secret. I don't yeah. think they have a dealer, dealer portal. They used to. Polycom. Uh, if they do, it sucks, and it's just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that that that's kind of like the vein of my existence because, and, and I got to a point where I, I just I don't. I, and luckily, we have we we get Polycom through a pretty cool distributor. Uh-huh. And I just I quit trying to do it myself. And right. that, I, after many many days of beating myself up trying to find stuff, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna email my my dealer chick and she'll, hey, I, you know, I need I need a price for this and this. Yep. And I give her the descriptions like. And she'll she'll email me back a quote with the proper part numbers. And they would actually the good thing about that too is they also know the required and optional service plans right. and all the other crap you've got to deal with, deal with with those people where they're not upfront about it. Well, I never had fun with the Cisco website, and uh, I remember the, I would call uh, Total Distribution, which was out of mm-hmm. Dallas, and those engineers were so smart, and they'd be like, by the way, you forgot when we when they yeah. unbundled the part number from Tamburg, they left out the power supply, the power yeah. cord. You'll need Man. that. It oh. costs zero. And I hope, you, I hope you weren't trying to rack mount it or anything, because you, you'll need to get the rack mount. Right. But they would always tell me, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. did like, you oh, you want to ship in a box? The box part number is... <laughs> did you want video at the far end, too? There's a license for that. Because yeah. oh, <laughs> multi-point <laughs> licensing and all, all of the fun things, the bridge, the transcoding, the, the yeah. multi-point. Oh God! That you know what? That's what's gonna kill. That that is what has and will continue killing the hardware codec. I had the world's worst experience with a client who uh-huh. said, "Oh well," and I'm gonna use their name because honestly, they 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 need to hear this. Okay. <laughs> They're like we. Our main customers, an energy industry company. Their main, their main client, who's pretty much a hundred percent of their business. Uh-huh. It's a life size company. Oh, so they're like, okay, let me. We can hook you up. We got you know, we got the skills. We got yeah. the you know experience, the experience and stuff like that. And um, it literally took me two weeks to get a proper rundown of what licensing they needed. Really? Yes. Is, is like, that something that you buy direct from LifeSize? No, you, they no. go through a channel. Yeah, it has to go through a channel. Uh, LifeSize, LifeSize is good as that. They're not like Zoom where it's, I will sell to you directly, or they yeah, off, yeah. they offer to sell to you directly because you can go but the hardware and everything's off of Zoom's website. It's, yeah, it's at retail, but but you can, um, you know, and some businesses if they're not going to try to be competitive, they'll they'll do it that way. But anyway, literally talking to the distributor, the LifeSize people is like, what do I need to do to fulfill these people's? Yeah. Okay, I'll send you a quote. And I'm like, explain it to me what we need. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you need that. And we had to get about three or four different quotes before the, they forgot. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to put this in there. They're going to need this licensing to be able to use the second video output of the pro- of the hardware. And I'm like, are what? you kidding me? Really? The, it's like you have a physical second output on your process, on, on your codec, but I need to pay a license that's like, to unlock not it. cheap that's awesome it's like, a, it's like was, over a couple grand just to be able to use a second video output oh yeah our good friends at brand p were the same way if you wanted to, every everything was built in right but if you wanted to you unlock the feature with to the activate magic it with, keys. to get the magic keys I and you better not lose keys. those yeah <laughs> right right and but, well if you don't pay your maintenance contract renewal you will and, lose those and, keys and really, <laughs> a, a, after the question from 
to to them, it's like, okay, so with everything you quoted me, this that's all they need. Yep. So we sent the customer a quote, and they're like, two hours later, I get a, I get an email. It's like, hey, uh, that is part of their. They have to get their user license to be able to use the hardware I was selling them with all these other sub licenses to be able to use the hard, you know. Yeah. So they have to use their, their, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, we forgot. They have to buy their cloud service on top of that. Oh, no. Oh, and, it, and it was one of these time-sensitive situations where through a competitor, the first person they reached out to, who was more life-size savvy than we were, uh-huh. they, um, they were offered a deal where it's like, okay, pay for three years. We'll give you four for your, for your cloud uh, service. Because they knew right. that that was the requirement. Right. And, again, it's because... You know, whereas a company like ours, where we deal with everything, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we're not, not just I can see focused smaller on companies that are yeah. really focused on, they'll pick a brand and just run with it. Yeah. And yeah. they're just because they, the conferencing they people. Right. Because those, you know, the smaller company doesn't have access to Cisco or sure. Polycom. So they're going to rely on the, the you know, the second tier companies. And so anyway, so literally the feedback from the client after we said, well, we went with our other customers because you, you didn't, you guys didn't seem like you were that familiar with life size oh and i'm like it's like hey i respect that sure you know i don't disagree that's, with you yeah that's actually true yeah <laughs> right keen but, observation mr right. customer you know the thing the thing is is like it was trying to navigate that company's licensing stuff that literally made us look like a fool well i've been researching licensing and how licensing works because i'm involved in software licensing and so i think that's important and mm-hmm. i was uh researching means I called somebody smarter than me and said, hey, what's the best way? (laughs) Who has the best thing? And I was told that uh, Audinate, the Dante Mm -hmm, folks, mm -hmm. that they have the kind of smartest, savviest, most robust licensing platform. It's easy to maintain. Mm -hmm. It it does everything. Because these guys issue license for like one week for a show, right? Right. Where they're going to use Dante. And so they need domain managers. uh Yeah. And so they, uh, they just, they have a really uh, efficient, you know, they can deactivate and activate and stuff and making license licensing easy, I think is very important. Well, Absolutely. Up, up front and easy. Yes, like, up here's, front. Here's what you're going no to have gotchas. to do. Right. Uh, you know, if you want it forever, that you know, if you're uh-huh. manufacturing a product and want it in here, then here's a license. It's a per you know per piece license or whatever. It just let everybody know, and then and if you're a production company that needs to activate something for a one time use or short term, a to have that available is great. I know. I thought uh, that was really savvy of them. I was so, like smart. Man. No, that's that's nice. I um, I didn't know that they could slice it and dice it like that, be that granular. But it's like, well, they've got a foot in both worlds. They've got live events, you know, right. as well as the the, as well as the, all the installed. Yeah, the, but they document that. Built into things. Huh? That, that information is available. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, you that's one of the big secret. Out. Like one of the big issues with the life size fiasco that I went through uh-huh. is that you cannot get any of that information from anywhere. Right. You, I can't. I, yeah. There's not a there's not a spreadsheet that says okay. These are our product numbers. To use these product numbers, you need these licenses, right. which like Polycom has. If, if you're a dealer for Polycom, yeah. you go to the Polycom pricing, they go like Group 500. Yeah. Here's Group 500. Here's all the licenses for available for Group 500 yeah. a- and their 15-digit part number. I you prefer know, an if-then chart. You know, If you want this, then this <laughs> license. If you want that, right, then exactly. this. Right, if then, right. if then, yeah. Right, but literally with the life-size folks, it was like, no, we're not going to tell you anything. We're not going to send you any document that says anything. We'll just give you a quote. We're going to give you a quote. Well, they were mirroring because Pro-AV and all its dark arts, all of its secret sciences, they're like, nah. we're just going to be mysterious. I don't know what it was, but you we'll know let what? you figure I, out. The only thing they guaranteed that I'm never going to spec life-size. Yeah. All it takes is one painful experience. That was painful. That was painful. I mean, like, yeah. Even the customer says, you guys made it painful because of yeah. their licensing. Well, didn't they get bought or they know? I thought it doesn't matter. It doesn't. That, it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, does, it doesn't matter. It's this, who they this, are today. They must have gotten bought by somebody who didn't mess with them and let them keep doing what they were doing. Oh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's just like, okay, if you, if you continue to. If this is the way you do business, like, you know what? I have five other options that I don't have to go through this. So that that 
that was sort of your tale from the AV dark side. I, I guess it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is. <laughs> I think you had one. Didn't you have a, a dark did, side yeah. tale? Where did you go? This one's kind of funny. This was at a, a performing arts center that was just about done. I mean, it was, you know, tail end of installation. They were actually having the, uh, actually the mayor and the governor of the state coming to, kind of the ribbon cutting. Yeah. You know, there was uh, people coming, dignitaries and people coming in to see the, because it, it was a very cool renovation of an old hall that was built in like the early 40s, I think. Um, anyway, so the, the poor. Uh, Did you wear your Susie? <laughs> i was uh I, I was i was merely a uh i was just running around I, actually i was running around uh punch listing the the it infrastructure during most of it <laughs> nice nice <laughs> but um there was you know this was a typical proscenium theater kind of thing we had you know serious amounts of inputs on either side of the stage uh we had you know big patch bay in the con- in the control room so that you could you could easily patch any input from all over the house to the console, mm-hmm. you know, simple thing, right? right? They want so they wanted to set up. They had a string quartet come in. They wanted a couple of mics, you know, over the string quartet because mm-hmm. they were just playing while people were walking in and milling uh-huh. about. They just wanted that playing. Um, and so they were stage right. And so the guys go in and you know set up a couple of mics, run the cables what 12 15 feet to uh-huh. a panel plug them in go back to go back to the uh to the control room to patch those inputs or you know coming from the stage to, to mm-hmm. patch them to the console well by virtue of just the patch bay layout th- there was a couple of patch bays in between uh and these guys had only purchased as of yet the one foot patch cables <laughs> they had 12 inch patch cables and talk about needing the cable stretcher i know if they could have stretched it like literally an inch that would have worked that's what so, she said. and i and i knew where their where their kind of uh you know their kind of their boneyard lockup room was yeah. and i was like surely they've got bags of two and three footers somewhere somewhere it's it was all bantam or tt uh, it was quarter inch, you okay. know, full, full, full frame, very robust. <laughs> um, Hardy. Well, we, again, we like the uh, the, right telco, the telco model. Right. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry, you can't talk to your cousin. I can't reach. Uh, so I was like, surely they've got some in there, or they've got the pieces to just somebody can solder one up. Yeah, you know? right. I mean, uh, this maybe. is this yeah. is, like they've got to have some stuff here, right? And I'm digging through their room, nothing. And they and one of the reasons these guys got this job was because their shop is literally, I think, under two miles away, uh-huh. just down the street from mm. this place. And I was like, "Can't you call somebody at the shop and have them, like, just grab some quarter inch cables, like some Hosa cables, anything, just yeah. to?" Right. And they're oh, well, they don't have anything, and it, so because of the lack of the patch cables. They had to get out spools of mic cable <laughs> and but. run and tape it all the way along the lip of the stage. And then uh, there was there was a, a section for like steps there. They had to get around that. Then because they were out in front of the proscenium at the lip of the stage, they had to tape it up and over a doorway, come back down, then come back in around the proscenium wall to get wow. to... The stage left inputs, which were close enough physically to use their one footer, to, to use their one footer. <laughs> so it took what what would have been a couple of minutes. Yeah. Hey, run those, and I'll go patch them. We'll be ready to go. Ended right. up being like an hour. Wow. With yeah. like three guys getting out ladders and running. It was like yeah, for tape. You do realize this is the exact reason why we have the patch bay, so you never have to do something like, like this. Like this. You know, so, and because there were people coming on and off the stage, you know, the public, and they, I mean, everything had to be gaffed down and out of the way. Right. We didn't, we couldn't create a trip hazard and all so that. So, who made kind of, the decision only to order one footers? Was, uh, was that the integrator or the, the inter- client? Uh, no, well, they, that had to be part of the package. It, yeah. be part of the, it was part of the package. They just hadn't gotten to that. For some reason, but it was it was the most crystal clear example uh, of just have the stuff you need, you know, and that and it, that's that's an expendable dumb item. It's right, like why yeah. don't you have that stuff? We were 
we were at that point. You know, yeah. everything should have been there. It was like they're coming back to five. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, I mean, I know. In the old days, Radio Shack would have had those cables. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there was. Well, they they should have been the ones to have some in their shop. They don't have a. They don't have any kind of a retail presence, like you know, like LD right. always had the. Yeah. And and yeah. because. Yeah, because LD was supporting a production company as well. That you could always go find right There's some, some cables. Yeah, any cable you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, like. you could probably find some in an emergency. But yeah, it's they like, wait. Why is there an Edison to a TRS? <laughs> yeah, there was a reason. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a use case at one point. There was yeah, an extension point. cord in place. And we needed to just plug in. But yeah, it, so it, it was. I mean, on the one hand, it's hilarious. On the other hand, it was just like. Mm, oh, Idiots. Yeah, it's like you I would have been driving to all techs. For the want yeah. of a nail, you know. It was it was insane. So that was uh Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Overcoming <laughs> it was have a bunch of guys run a bunch of cables all over the everywhere. You yeah. know, probably, you know, a, with the two and then plus the mic that was center stage for uh, the no. presenter, there was probably all told three hundred feet of mic cable deployed. To make that happen, uh, when like twenty feet, of when, when like <laughs> when like two twenty footers and a fifty footer would have been the whole thing. I or, bet they or don't two, make or that two mistake. three foot. Hex, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, has had the hatch cable. Yeah. Well, cool. So, um, any new cool AV tools that you guys know of that could help out our uh, our twelve listeners? I'm sorry, I'm out of the game. You're out of the game. I don't know. I know. I feel like <laughs> I haven't been paying attention. Um, it doesn't have to be physical tools. Could be softwares, or just really cool ideas that you've run into that you've seen and went, "Huh, okay." The way somebody's doing something, maybe even workflow. Because I know you guys have been uh, visiting some people. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I think that uh... I can't think of anything that's blown my skirt up. Yeah, we'll probably have to edit this part out. <laughs> that's all right i mean we can but there's not always not always something under every category that's true that's true well i mean we, we did kind of get a little I mean, long-winded on C- the ces peeves <laughs> uh ces is was is going on i don't it went on yes so yes. i don't know if that just happened too and oh yeah oh yeah, yeah i saw that yeah so i don't know if anything useful uh, popped up out of that i didn't I, that. you know i saw like cool guitars i didn't yeah. from nam i didn't see anything uh related to kind of the pro av well, cool. Well, I think with that one, we'll we'll tie up this uh, episode number six. And uh, I could have sworn we were on seven. Is it six? We will be in a little bit. Back to back tapings. Here we go. That's right. Trying to give you more more uh, content for you to listen to on your time off or uh, commute when you're out in your car. You can join the the fruits of people's uh, legalization stuff or whatever. Well, it was fun, guys. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, and um, whatever we miss, we'll cover it on the next one. <laughs> right All on. Right. It's a wrap. All right. Take care, guys. And don't forget, give us any kind of feedback, good or bad, whatever. You have been listening to Mostly AV. We hope you had fun. Remember, we operate best with your feedback, so be sure to let us know any questions, concerns, or responses to subjects discussed. 